0: Or welcome back to the lab. My name is Kate Holliday and I'm here with Ryan Rivers. And uh, on this show, we like to dig in and dissect to a wide variety of topics. So we broadcast over shortwave thanks to WRMI out of Florida, as well as we upload to iTunes every Saturday. Uh, Try and get it up as soon as possible with summertime, though it's been a little bit difficult because everyone wants to do yard work. And when you have sensitive microphones, causes a lot of background noise
1: everybody's out mowing and all you hear in the background is the roar of a mower
0: it's literally all day every day with these people you know um but yeah so check us out on itunes and if you subscribe to the podcast you won't miss any of our uploads and uh, last week we talked about inflation right how it affects the economy
1: yeah, it it sounds boring, but it really wasn't, or at least I don't think it was.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ryan and I are n- by no means experts, it's just things that we've seen, especially lately with circumstances going on in the country, uh-huh, uh-huh. so really we're only speaking f- about the U.S. essentially, but more or less it stemmed from a place of frustration.
1: Yeah, and, and we're going to talk about that one today.
0: Yeah, because we got a little into like the facts of inflation and some other topics last week, but this week... We're going to talk about our experiences and specific frustrations that we have mm-hmm. uh, now or that we've seen in the past. Or maybe things that we predict are going to happen in the future with inflation. And like I said, I don't think we've talked about one topic on this show that we're actually like well-versed. Yeah, and we're not we're experts. We're not experts in anything, really. But more or less on the show, we just like to give our input. Dig into it a little bit. Dissect on what it means to us. We're
1: highly opinionated. What can you do?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Right. I mean, people seem to enjoy our opinions. Some. Some people
1: don't enjoy it, and that's all right too. It's
0: because they don't agree, which is totally fine.
1: Yeah. So last week we'll be talk about how the prices have changed since uh, like 1900. Oh yeah. We went through a rundown of that. Mm-hmm. Um, how you could buy a pair of women's shoes. Yeah. Which somebody pointed out, I kept referencing women's shoes. Yeah, they
0: said I really liked how Ryan was obsessed with talking about women's shoes.
1: It was just the price changed so much.
0: It's just mind blowing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, among other things, a, sure. n- a new car. Yep. You know, tripled in price, I think, after World War II compared to 1900. Yeah. So that's yeah. insane. What can you do there? You know.
0: Yeah, I think one of the things that we brought up with a, was like a carton of eggs, like a dozen of eggs. Yep. And we a were dozen talki- of eggs. And we we're talking about here how we pay, uh. I would say like two three dollars sometimes something like that it fluctuates a little bit here and there i get an email from my dad and he's up in idaho right now said he paid like 28 cents mm-hmm. for a carton of eggs and i said what
1: well he needs to ship us some like that's, that's quick, what i was saying real i was quick. like
0: get some dry ice buy a whole bunch because you could get what four for a dollar at that point four dozen eggs for a dollar
1: uh yeah maybe I, a little a over, little over plus tax if but you can get a 20 minute tax. call for 99 cents can you Three three two one or whatever that old phone number was.
0: Somebody try and let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Don't if, know that one. See if that one. still works. <laughs> but that just kind of blew my mind that he found something so cheap in the grocery store because I feel like groceries are one of those things that has definitely mm. been affected by inflation over the years. I mean, obviously, economy changes; people make more money, money's people worth less. People Hobbies change. Hobbies change. Sure. Are you saying eggs are a hobby.
1: They for some. Some true. Especially sure. around Easter time.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. So. Today, like Ryan said, we're going to talk more about like our experiences and our personal frustrations. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we also thought about making predictions on things possibly that might be affected by inflation that maybe haven't as much yet. Hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we like I just said, groceries is an obvious one. Yeah, obviously. So maybe we'll make some predictions on things that might spike at some point. Well, my
1: my brain's going to have to start turning now.
0: Why isn't it turning already?
1: I didn't know about this part of it. Anyway, yeah, what do you got over there?
0: Um, so talking about groceries and things, what are some items that you have specifically noticed price increase?
1: Uh, well, aside from all of them, I wouldn't right? say it's just the price that I notice, it's the size. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting ripped off all the time. Every yeah, almost every trip to the store. Yeah. Like mean, if you think back in the day, Mhm. um you look at like uh just how much, how much smaller items are now mm-hmm. compared to, um, I'm going to say like 10, 15 years ago. Sure. Whenever, that's a bit, yeah. You know, whenever I first, uh, got my own driver's license, first was out doing stuff on my own and it wasn't just, you know, eating groceries that were at the house.
0: Yeah. That your parents had bought in or, you know. You know what I mean? Right.
1: So, um, for instance, um, I used to wrestle in high school. Okay. So in order to maintain weight, one of the, uh, one thing that I did was uh, each day I would skip probably about two meals. Ugh. So I'd leave myself with, you know, something good to eat at I night. I
0: wouldn't be here today if I did that.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's amazing what the mind can do. Yeah. So for breakfast and lunch, I would survive on like a granola bar. Oh, something God. like that. Yeah. And whenever I think back to, I mean, it sure, it didn't fill me up. But right. it was way more than the size that you're getting today. Same brand, same everything. Yeah. Like, it's half the size. Yeah. And I don't understand what happened.
0: And the crazy thing is, is with that, a lot of the times, the manufacturer or the company has kept the same packaging. Yeah. So, you think you're still getting the same products, you're buying the same product, but half of it is air.
1: Yeah, and see, it's funny you say that, because uh, perhaps the most famous one is uh, your chips, right? Mm-hmm. So, who hasn't bought in a bag of chips, open it up, and you look down, and you're like, This thing's, like, maybe a quarter of the way filled. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous.
0: Yep. I would say anything, if you get a bag of chips that's over half full, you hit the jackpot Mm. these days. And that's, I think that's a strategic move by chip companies and manufacturers to not have see-through bags. Because didn't you tell me a story about somebody who flipped them over?
1: Yeah, there was a... it was on the news a while back where somebody went through a, to a grocery store and they turned all the chips upside down because usually the bottom is like clear so you can see what the chips look like. Right. And he flipped them all upside down, and it just showed how much of it was empty. Yeah. How much you weren't getting. Now, I went to this website, this chip company. We're not going to name brand names, but they <laughs> they are explaining why they do this. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. To yeah. keep freshness, I'm exactly. sure. Exactly. Uh-huh. They're saying that they pump nitrogen into the bags... <laughs> To maintain freshness. Uh Uh-huh. So
0: is there a nitrogen to chip like (laughs) ratio that we have to go off of? Because I feel like the ratio's off.
1: Probably. But I don't I yeah You know what I mean? I do.
0: I feel like even if you were to do that, what's wrong with leaving a quarter or like an eighth of a bag? Yeah, it's a good question. You know? I
1: don't have the answer to that. So the um, beauty of all of that I'm not even sure I believe this though.
0: I I've never heard of nitrogen air whatever being like pumped into a bag of chips. That sounds like a lot of work.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you got to think these are multi million dollar companies. I guess. They have access to that type of stuff, and it's all streamlined. So they're probably not losing much money on it. But I don't, I don't, I'm not sure that I buy it. Because, I mean, how long, like in general, I buy that, I come home, I open it, I eat some, I put it away, Mm -hmm. and an expiration date usually will reach out like 30 days or so.
0: On chips, yeah.
1: So I open that thing up, all the nitrogen escaped. Right. So you're telling me. That I can keep them fresh at my house after the bag's been open, but whenever you seal that thing in the factory...
0: With your so-called nitrogen?
1: And it goes straight into the... And I'm saying without nitrogen. You couldn't do that without nitrogen. You couldn't just seal the bag up and send it to the store and it would all of a sudden go bad. Yeah. You know? Like that, to me, is a little fishy. Yeah. I think they're... I think I'm being ripped off. Yeah. I'm a conspiracy theorist now, apparently.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said, the bag itself is the same size it was 10 to 15 years ago. Yeah. So... If you think about it, the product is less, the mm-hmm. amount that you're actually getting, but the price has gone up. So that's where inflation comes into play. Like, it, you know, it's like the price goes up, fine, whatever. I understand that. You know, cost of living goes up. I would hope for the most part that wages are adjusted. It yeah. rarely happens. But you're expecting me to not make more money, but pay more and get less.
1: Buy more, get less. Ain't that you know uh, somebody's I mean? uh, Logan slogan or something?
0: Logan. <laughs> um. Either way, it's just that equation right there doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense. And it's extremely frustrating. Like my, your example was granola bars. Mine was always mac and cheese. Mm. So my sister and I could share a box of craft shapes mm-hmm. and be fine. Like eating it together was enough to fill us up. Well, how long ago was
1: this? Because if like you were toddlers, then that's different than... 10
0: to 15 years ago. Okay. I would say 15. 15, 15. years ago. Let's just call it 15. At least. Um, so I mean we were like late teens mm-hmm. my sister might have been you know a little bit older but we could share a box and it would fill us up now I buy a box and, and you it, go
1: back and make a second batch
0: I mean you kind of have to if you have company over, because of what I was going <laughs> to say is literally a box of shapes is like you said about a quarter of the way full and it is enough for me as one adult
1: you still eat shapes
0: I mean I haven't had it in like s- uh, probably almost a year
1: uh, because of the size or because you grew out of eating shapes?
0: Because I'm not eating carbs Ooh. like that. But Dump, absolutely not. Carbs. I would still eat carbs. I mean, not carbs. <laughs> I mean, I would eat carbs. I love carbs, but... You get um, you
1: talking about carbs and your mind gets all crazy over there. I'm focused on the yeah, that do, alone.
0: Yeah. But shapes, I just feel like shapes are the best when it comes to mac and cheese. So I would absolutely still eat it if I was eating carbs.
1: Okay. So, glad we cleared that up.
0: Yeah. That's totally off topic.
1: So now you're saying that they're... They're giving you less in the box, but the box is the same size. Yes. And it's cardboard. It's not airtight. Right. So what's their excuse there? They can't say they're pumping nitrogen into that.
0: Into a bunch of, like, uncooked noodles. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have no idea.
1: And, however, I must add, you don't see this with liquids.
0: True. Yeah, you don't ever go buy, like, a soda that's half empty.
1: Yeah. Or like. If
0: you do, you're suspect because it's like somebody took a sip of it right yeah or a big gulp like why would you want to buy it right um
1: what i'm saying too is like some of this uh the material you can't see through mm-hmm. like chips sometimes you can sometimes you can't right but like mustard yeah g- generally you can't see inside the mustard bottle mm-hmm. but when you get home and open it it's not you know three quarters of the way it's up to the rim yeah so what's your uh what's your excuse on that one
0: yeah I, I honestly have no idea. I can't tell you. They should lower... No, they shouldn't, but what doesn't surprise me is they don't do is lower it and then pump nitrogen to it, apparently.
1: Well, apparently, nitrogen just saves the day. I read that off of one website, <laughs> and that's what I'm going to apply like to everything dun, dun, that dun, I think dun. I'm getting ripped off on.
0: Yeah, but do you think they would ever try and pull that as, um, like, a... I don't
1: know. I feel like it would be so much more noticeable with different items, and I think liquids or anything like that, mm-hmm. people would know that they're getting, like... They would be like, okay, what's going on here? You know, I think that would be like the final straw.
0: I think it would come to a point where like if you started doing that with milk or something that people buy on a daily basis, they would start to question the manufacturer and be like, okay, are you guys having errors at Mm -hmm. your like milk factory or whatever they do? You know, because it's not normal. And I think when it comes to things that you can't see into and that are just prepackaged, unless you're actually paying attention, I bet a lot of people just buy it, eat it, and don't even think about the fact that it's half empty. Yeah. You know?
1: Also, I think the uh, the fact that, like, certain units of measurement have been applied to certain uh, food items that you buy. What do you mean? Like, everybody knows the term gallon of milk. Sure. So, or half gallon. hmm So, I think it's harder for those companies nowadays to cheat you out of that. Yeah. To where, like, you know, what would they say? Um, it looks like a gallon jug, but you would be able to s- see by looking at it. That it wasn't. That cash. it's smaller. Yeah. If they didn't fill it with air, if they just kind of ripped you off at the same price
0: yeah because you go back to the granola bars they say five bars they don't say five bars that are six inches long right or or whatever whatever.
1: it'll be like in the fine print like based on however many ounces ounces. yeah 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 yeah. true uh, um
0: i don't think they could ever get away with that i think liquids would definitely be a visual thing that people see and it's obvious yep And then there would be the frustration because prices are just going to continue to go up. I think the only thing that really goes up and down significantly that people pay attention to is gas.
1: Uh, I was going to say toilet paper.
0: Oh, well, lately. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what would you... I I think granola bars is probably the most common thing that we buy in this house that's like a ripoff. It is a ripoff. But it's a necessity to some extent.
1: Boxes of cereal, too, though.
0: Yeah, those are terrible.
1: Go open up a new box of cereal Mm -hmm. pop that bag open and tell me how full that thing actually is
0: yeah because if you don't have cereal containers that you transfer like i did as a kid my parents had those to keep them fresh Mm -hmm. and you just roll the bag down yep you're you feel like you're rolling forever after you pour yourself one bowl out of a fresh box and i remember cereal
1: and i know i'm not losing my mind because whenever i was younger i would try to open up a fresh bag and it would go everywhere Oh, yeah. I mean, sure, I was clumsy, but, I mean, it was because the level was right up to the brim.
0: Not going to happen unless you literally rip it open and knock the thing over with enough force, then some might And then turn out. it upside down and shake it. Shake it. it. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. That, that, that would look like a good infomercial.
0: It would. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about doing those. Um, Ridiculous.
1: Not only food, but let's... Let's talk about another thing that um, that I feel. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't mean to be like a rant episode where I'm just complaining about everything. No, it's everything. just facts. It's just facts. The facts. It's facts that I've experienced. Right. So it could be considered an opinion by some. But to so me, it. it's a fact. Sure. What about the quality of what you're getting these days?
0: I think it's turned to crap.
1: Quality has gone down.
0: Prices have gone up.
1: It's uh, it, absolutely crazy. Absolutely. So like, uh, for instance, I'm not ashamed to say this. Kay. I still have a pair of shoes that I bought in high school.
0: And if you care to age yourself, when was high school?
1: I graduated in 05. So, so 15, 15 years, years ago. And these these shoes are, like I've worn them a lot. Yeah. It's not like I stuck them in the bottom of my closet and I bring them out for weddings or anything. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like an everyday pair of shoes for me and has been for over 10 years. However,
0: do, do they look like those moccasins that we found that had duct tape on them that you were just saving? No, those are different. <laughs> Th- those are my favorite <laughs> pair of house shoes. They're ah. still comfortable. I oh. still have them. Oh, great.
1: Um, but these these shoes here, mm-hmm. they're in very good shape. Mm-hmm. They haven't, I mean, they show very little wear and tear. Okay. And they're not even like a big name brand. I think, uh, uh, what's that company, Bass or something like that? Bass Shoes or something? Bass Pro? No, not Bass Pro. It's uh, something like that. They're probably yeah. out of business by now. Probably. But Which
0: is a shame, because obviously they make good products. They,
1: or they used to. Yeah. But either way, these shoes have been um, in great shape mm-hmm. and continue to be in great shape.
0: Yeah. They don't have holes in them or anything? No.
1: And they're very comfortable. Hmm. However, I can honestly say that um, in three years, I went through three different pairs of boots because they were made, like, recently. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, they so were manufactured. So I bought these in like oh4 Yep. And then I buy a pair of boots in 2014. Mm-hmm. And 2015. Within, <laughs> within three years, I've had I had to replace them three times.
0: Yeah, and you were saying because we talked before the show that they were the exact same style and brand. Yes. Right.
1: And then I got wise and bought a different brand. Mm-hmm. The third time. Yeah. And those things lasted like maybe a year. Yeah. Before like holes start to come like on the like on the soles and stuff, and it's just like what is going on? And these are like name brand. You know, these yeah. are like rocky boots. Right. And it's it's just crazy. And then I have a pair of Caterpillar work boots that I bought. Yeah. Well over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's a good brand.
0: That sounds like a good brand if you still using them.
1: And they're still... In, in shape, 100%. They're steel toe, so, I mean, somebody could drive over my foot. That's how much I trust that quality.
0: Dang. That's a lot of trust. Yeah. You know how some people say, like, you're paying for the quality, not necessarily. When it comes to clothes, you're paying for quality. So, like, take companies like North Face. Yeah. Of course, their quality better than a generic brand of, you know, outerwear and stuff like that. But to some extent, like you said, the, that shoe mm-hmm. company yep. that you were talking about, I've never even heard of it. But yeah, it
1: was in an outlet mall. I'm pretty sure the outlet mall burnt down.
0: Oh, great! But it doesn't mean that no-name companies make crap quality.
1: Yeah. All the time. All you the know? yeah.
0: Like, I mean, my thing is, iPhones are something that almost everybody has, right? You almost, either have a Droid yeah. or a iPhone or whatever, but they're extremely popular, right? And the way you buy them now, you do payment plans, but the total cost is over a thousand dollars. That is just ridiculous, right? And I, talking battery life, Mm -hmm. I have had to buy a new phone before my phone was paid off because the battery would charge and then it wouldn't even last like halfway through the day. And I'm like, I'm at work. I don't have time to like turn around, charge my phone every 20 minutes in case someone needs to get a hold of me for work stuff. So I had to go out and buy a new phone and I got my first iPhone in 2011. Yeah. So, and, and back then they were even better. Now they're worse, but they brag about battery life, but they just crap out <laughs> so quick. So I don't trust my iPhone as an alarm unless I'm like on duty at work because I don't really have an option. But what I use is a wristband watch that's so old that the bands broke off because mm-hmm. I had used it so many times. And for a watch battery, I got that watch in 2009.
1: Wow, and I have not still chicken.
0: I haven't changed that battery once.
1: And all you have is just the face of the watch now. Just
0: the face, and, and it sits is, on your nightstand. Yep, I and always wondered what that was. Yeah, I have uh, the band's non-existent, but it literally is my alarm because I trust that product over my iPhone to actually go off.
1: Ain't that something?
0: Because I'm afraid my phone's gonna die or it's gonna do an update and like change my clock settings or like think it's daylight because it thinks it's smarter than me. It does. So I'd rather have a good piece of strong quality. Uh, technology. Strong quality technology. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I mean, I just don't trust my iPhone as an alarm because it screwed me over before. Ah. Uh, so, I mean, that's a prime example. I've had that watch for what? What is that? Eleven years. So
1: that going on.
0: Yeah, battery's still kicking. You know. So, I, I think
1: that I think that says a lot um, when you look at the quality that things used to be mm-hmm. versus now. Yeah. And how is know, it justified? I don't know how you could argue that fact. Right. I'm sure somebody would try.
0: Yeah, which is fine.
1: But then you look at, like, old cars on the road. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever they were made out of, you know, metal. Yeah, like everyth- legit metal. Everything here, like, you know, you hit a squirrel and you got to replace your bumper because the fiberglass shattered. Right. Like, it's just, uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yep. You see so, these Jeeps that were made, you know, in the 60s, 70s. They're still trucking. Yeah. I'm mean, sure they're leaking oil everywhere, but what isn't but that you, old?
0: I mean, but you could fix that easy you know it's and it's one of those things like I see cars on the road and I'm like dang I don't know how that car is still on the road but they are like some of them like you said but I've seen some of them that are legit falling apart yeah but other ones are in like really good condition and it amazes me that they're still on the road and you buy a car nowadays and like six years down the road to get the repairs you need on it is actually more than it's worth so then you just end up trading your car and selling it outright. And you know what I mean? So it's right. just products don't hold their value. And they're using cheaper quality materials for the most part. I mean, I'm not in business. I don't manufacture anything. But it's been proven because the studies are out there. And they're charging more.
1: Now, that brings us to our next point. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Penalty greed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is
1: driving this? Is it the actual supply and demand that everybody talks about and mm-hmm. teaches you in school? Or do you think it is a case of greed?
0: My personal take on it is it could be one or the other.
1: So if it's supply and demand, mm-hmm. so that takes care of the price problem. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about the quality. So that would mean that factories are rushing as fast as they can to make stuff to mm-hmm. send out to the market because there's a high demand for it. Sure. All right. Yeah, whatever. Or you could look at greed where they're cutting corners they're not reinforcing certain stuff you yep. know material clothing especially I feel like every piece of clothing I've bought in the last two years has ripped
0: yeah they all have like a weak spot where somebody on the assembly line was not paying attention or they were drunk that day or something Could be.
1: you know they forgot a few stitches on a belt loop which is just ridiculous Unfat. um so is it greed or is it supply and demand yeah I think greed runs the uh, runs the entire industry personally
0: i think it overrules supply and demand Overruled. Even, even though that's what people shove down your throat when you're talking about price influx and stuff like that but um i think a good way to explain it or an example is like take the covid stuff for instance all right um everything that's going on right and I think I mentioned it on a different show about, you know, those two brothers that were on Amazon selling hand sanitizer. Yeah. You know, a bottle of Purell hand sanitizer, like a pump one that's mm-hmm. not small. You could buy that for like $3 at Walmart on any given day when this stuff isn't going on. Yep. They were charging like $100 plus per pump it's because of supply and demand it's not though because you exceeded the limit of where it's justified for supply and demand now if you had a three dollar product and you're like dang everybody needs this i want to capitalize and make some money charge five dollars because in my mind or like 450 or something you don't charge that much extra because if there's such a demand for it people are going to be buying more of that product and you're going to be making a profit anyways because nobody sells the product for exactly how much it costs to make. You know what I mean? So yeah. if there's an influx in demand, you're going to sell more regardless of what price you're selling it at, and you're going to make more money. So yeah, why but do you he...
1: need to capitalize more on it.
0: So you need to make $97 worth of a profit well, on you each wanna... bottle?
1: Yeah. That's how people like Rockefeller But established. Is themselves. it greed? Yes, absolutely okay, it's that's greed. The... That's what I was...
0: That's where I'm saying it, like, you know, supply and demand, sure, but there's a certain extent where when you exceed that limit, mm-hmm. and it's obvious that you're being greedy, and you're trying to capitalize on people's stress and anxiety and, like, oh, yeah, yeah. hoarding, for, for, sure. for instance, you for know, with sure. paper towels and toilet paper. So, I think you could get away with supply and demand to some degree, but, you know, I, maybe uh, when it comes to... Let's say eggs. Let's go back to eggs. Let's go back to the basics. Let's say for whatever reason there was an issue with chickens and they a lot of them got sick across the United States. And
1: they were, they were putting out sick eggs.
0: They were either putting out sick eggs or died uh, and they can't produce eggs. But the demand's still there, right? Yeah. So you have a demand for eggs. You don't have as many eggs. Mm. So you wouldn't make as much money in general because you're not producing as much. You physically cannot because a human doesn't lay eggs that we eat or eggs Chunk. at all. <laughs> so... You raise the price to counteract the fact that you don't have as many, Mm -hmm. you know? So that makes sense. Supply and demand in that aspect, a farmer cannot change the fact that his chickens got sick and died. They still have to make money.
1: That's why you need to vaccinate. You
0: should vaccinate. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, that makes sense to me. It's not a factory just pumping out the same thing over and over and people are freaking out about a medical pandemic and they feel the need to buy these products and like, oh, crap, let's capitalize on that. Yeah like you're feeding off people's fear
1: well for sure and whenever you look at things that aren't um i don't want to say important because you know everything's important to different people but whenever you look at things that don't sustain people mm-hmm. they don't depend on mm-hmm. let's just say hobby stuff sure and everybody's been home and this happened to me
0: oh yeah i went on I amazon talk about.
1: to look at uh to look for a book mm-hmm. that i was wanting and it was a book that um uh, Barnes and Noble had mm-hmm. on their um on their store website. Yeah. It was out of stock. Sure. But the normal it. the normal price was I think fourteen ninety nine. Okay. I found it on Amazon from a seller for a mm-hmm. hundred and sixty dollars.
0: Good grief.
1: A hun- like come on.
0: That's what I'm saying. And it's
1: not even like a rare edition or it's something blatant. stupid. It's yeah. a mass produced book. Yeah. And like that right there. That is straight up greed. Right. That's not somebody trying to capitalize on something because somebody needs. it. Nobody needs that book.
0: Yeah. Nobody needed to learn Hindi right now, or you know, whatever the language was, Spanish. Like.
1: I didn't even say that it was a book about languages. So I'm glad that you knew that. Oh, sorry. Um. But I found it on eBay. Uh huh. And it was like 20 bucks.
0: Well, there you go. There you go. Because people. it, I, it was it a private seller on Amazon? Yes. Should did you report it?
1: No, I didn't know how to do that. No. I'm not very uh, I don't I don't do the online thing very well.
0: The online? Yeah. So yeah. that's I mean I d- I definitely think that's what I'm saying. You cross the threshold of supply and demand. Sure people want to stay busy and you could capitalize to some extent. Now, let's say Barnes and Noble being a manufacturer charged twenty bucks. Your private seller on Amazon charged twenty four.
1: Wow. I, I you're gonna go broke with that type of attitude. But dude. you know
0: what I mean? Like within that window to some extent is still acceptable because you're trying to make a living or a profit off of it, but you can't go that crazy off of the actual like It's like, America product line. I I don't know. We can do what we want. It's American lifestyle. How much Be time greedy? we got? Uh like two minutes.
1: Last one I was gonna tell you about mm-hmm. that everybody's well aware of. When was the last time you tried to just get internet? We can give you a home phone with it. I don't want home phone. I want just internet.
0: I mean, I literally called the other day because our internet bill went up and I realized they were giving us T V channels and I was like I don't want like, TV. I don't wa- no, I don't watch T V so I called and I said, Can I just get rid of the channels and only pay for the internet and it'll be cheaper? The lady literally said that if I wanted to axe the channels that they were giving me, it was gonna be fifteen cents cheaper. And Six. it was like thirty plus premium channels. That I didn't even ask for. It was just the deal they gave me at the time. And I said, I'm never going to access that TV, but it's a cheaper bundle. So, mm-hmm. sure.
1: But after a year, your bundle went away at that price and yeah. it went up. But, yeah. So, that is just greed. There's no supply and demand for TV channels. That is just companies trying to get the most out of you by yeah. saying, well, if you want internet, you have to pay for phone.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? Who the heck has a home phone? Come It's, on. it's just a, you know, capitalization or what do they call it? A... Um, monopoly.
1: Oh, it's a monopoly. Because
0: they know everybody needs internet nowadays. You can't really do much without internet in your home whether it's work, school, call, play. Work, you know what I mean? Yep. So, they capitalize on the fact and they only do bundles for the most part and it's like, "I don't want either of those products." That's why
1: those people are millionaires and people like you who would only charge $4 <laughs> more on Amazon. Bro. Go to work every day. That was
0: loud, sorry. There you go. But yeah, absolutely i definitely think that you're right and i think that greed overrules supply and demand mm-hmm, so
1: mm-hmm. well there you have it that's our thoughts on it yeah the weekly lab at gmail.com is our contact so uh shoot us an email tell us how to uh how to rectify the situation did i use that word right
0: yeah give us some examples of what you would do to counteract inflation and how you would handle selling hand sanitizer during a pandemic would you charge a hundred dollars do you agree with that or would you charge a couple bucks extra and still make a profit? Because you'd probably sell a crap ton more.
1: If you don't have that much on stock, though.
0: Well, you can't sell something you don't have.
1: Well, you can sell one bottle for $1,000 if you only have one bottle. Sure. I, I'm just Let's playing the back other to side. The egg theory. I'm just going back to the other side. All what right. came first, the hand sanitizer or the egg?
0: i have no idea that's what everybody always says that's true everybody's saying that all right so thanks for joining us on the lab this week like i said make sure to subscribe on itunes so you don't miss any episodes also if you're listening in on wrmi send us an email and uh we did get like i mentioned last week our qsl cards so we'll send you one but join us next week here on the lab for another episode